0: What do jump?
1: Thank you very much for coming on to uh, this podcast you know I mean I'm really thrilled that you are one of the first few I'm actually interviewing. you'll be number 6 my, or 7 my
0: pleasure at, my
1: pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know before I even start I want to start by saying thank you very much I am in uh, so far away from my parents but uh, you are in Bangalore you practice in Bangalore um, and I'm so thankful for all the um, classmates that are there in Bangalore that if my parents uh, who are alone have any kind of issue, I say, call Viru, call Praveen, call call my <laughs> friends. They'll take care oh, of you. No, uh, and thanks, our, thanks a lot uh, for doing that. A, um, <clears throat> again, thanks a lot for coming over here and um, um, talking. Much we much all know family. that you are a... You are, you are from Belgam, or at least when you were in uh, JNMC, um, you were a localite, um, but we don't know, or we want to know much about what you did before you joined JNMC, where did you grow up, um, you know, a little bit about your parents and stuff like that. Mm.
0: See, I was born in, uh, in a, a small village on the border, it's called Ugarkur, it's right, in so I was the fifth child, I have two sisters and two brothers, who used to bully me right through <laughs> my childhood, and believe it or not, there's a lot of gap between us, I was like way behind in terms of age, my elder sister is now 60 plus, she's 60 is plus, she's 61, and uh, 58 is my other sister, my brothers are 50 plus, so they were like 10 years uh, 7 to 10 years ahead of me. My eldest brother, the nearest one, is 7 years older to me. So you can imagine my situation. I was like the uh, small kid in the house who used to get bullied. But then, yes, I have a very fond memories of childhood. I was born in Ugar, but I was born um, schooled in Hubli. So most of my schooling happened in Hubli, up to 10. So I used to stay in the railway quarters. My father was a railway employee. So... He used to be on job almost five days a week and the bad part was that it was a traveling job. So, he used to be at home only on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. From Monday to uh, Saturday, he used to be on, you know, he was doing this accounting for stations. uh, The income of every station in Hubli division. He
1: He was in the finance and accounting, okay.
0: Yes, yes. So, every station he had to visit and there was a timetable. So, the whole year he used to visit uh, these stations. See any money was being siphoned off, and sometimes he used to be on the spot on trains and to see if any anybody was traveling without tickets. So his job was that, and he traveled from Goa to Sholapur. Ruby division in those days was big. It included Goa, and on the other side it included Mirat and Sholapur in Maharashtra, and I think it was the Bellary in Karnataka. So it was a long uh, stretch. So small, he
1: needed to travel a lot when you were growing up. He was yes, traveling yes, a lot. Yes, yes. So most of the time he was,
0: uh, he, was he wasn't there. And then the, the, the most unfortunate part, which I am telling you now, was that, uh, you know that my mom was at death. She passed away when I was in, in her. State. So basically it was my... How old were you my, when
1: your mom passed away?
0: I was, was 1978, so I think it was five years
1: You were just five years old.
0: Said, yes, yes. I so have so, well, so it, case all, case it is almost that your,
1: your father and your siblings brought you up. Yes, yes.
0: yes. My father was... My mother and father, you can say. My sisters were like my mother for quite for some time till they got married. And I told you the age difference was a lot. So by the time I entered primary, fifth standard, both of them were married. So <laughs> when I was in fifth, we were three brothers and dad left at home. Both sisters married by the time I was in fifth. So that was the, the issue in the house. Otherwise, school-wise, we had a lot of friends, lovely friends who still are in fact. I was in St. Michael's school in Hubli. And we used to have a lot of fun in Ruby roaming around playing and the autos was huge.
1: So so how was it like without I can't even imagine this now. You did not have a mother in your house while you were growing up because by the age of five your sisters were married off and now you were a house of all boys. when I was when in 5th, yeah, 5th standard. Okay. Time. So, so, so around you, 12 years. Yeah, so you, around 12 years, and after 12 years, you really did not have a mother figure. It was your brothers and your father.
0: Yes, yes, And wow. by the time I reached medical school at 18, my father retired from uh, the railways, and then it was me and him, because my, both my brothers had already taken up jobs. And then he started to do the cooking at home. So in Mateshnear where he used to come, uh, it was like he was the cook at home and I used to help him out sometimes. Otherwise, yeah, two of us were there in the house.
1: So it was yes. your dad and you living together yes. in one house school. while you were going through medical school? Yes. yes. So uh, that was why Belga? You had, I mean, you grew, you grew up near, you, 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 what was the name of your village? udad
0: no, I was born in uh, Ugar. That was my maternal, uh, I mean, my mother's case. Uh, mother's, okay. And in those days, the, the ladies went to the maternal house for delivery, right? Then we came back to Belgium for four, five years. My father got transferred to Hubli. So most of my schooling from first standard to 10, or from was in Hubli. to 10, was in Hubli. And then he neared retirement. He had a small uh, plot of land in uh, Belgium. So we built a house there. So he said after retirement, retirement will move there. So I moved to Belgium in 11th standard, is PUC, what we used to
1: call So, you went to PUC in RLS? No, it was in JSS in Telecoding. It was JSS. a long
0: drive from Mantis but yeah, again, that is another uh, good part of Belgium, you know, going on scooter, avoiding police. We used to drive through a camp to avoid police because we didn't have a license. Because <laughs> we, were, we were 16 and the we'll, we'll license was available only at 18.
1: Yeah. And Dalai has very
0: poor bus service. So, me and my friend, uh, who is in Bangalore, is IT now. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he had a, a stroke, so I met him recently. Uh, so oh, no. So, to be a 47-year-old guy, you know, no, uh, not able to speak. He survived that, but, uh, yeah, he he's
1: recovering. He's he is now, he, he cannot, cannot sleep. He, he cannot speak in he, the,
0: he, he cannot speak. He has got aphasia, and uh, his hemiplegia uh, is, like, kind of... Uh, include partially so it yeah, doesn't uh, work but it's very unfortunate
1: to see someone of our age in that uh, you know that actually phase. when you think yeah, about I mean, it you know there are so many in our own group who have had kind of significant health issues right so, and some people yeah. have had they uh, have passed away as well so we are yeah, okay. it is very important to kind of understand that while while we kind of evaluate our our lives and the values and stuff like that yeah
0: our priorities. I think with this corona thing I think everything is put into perspective what is oh what no price, i mean it's
1: what is uh, everybody is exposed who is, i am who is, i am who I who taking is, who more who i was very depressed with corona because you know confined to the home and everything and then i had to break free um and and find other things to see the positivity in corona and now i only see the positive things you know there are above of course negative things but you know you start kind of valuing all these things but anyway uh, back to you now um so your father yeah, and I you... Was,
0: uh, I was telling you about Hubli.
1: Yeah. So I
0: have very fond memories of Hubli, to tell you, frankly, in spite of all that happened. Uh, ten years of schooling, a lot of beautiful friends. You know, I meet them even now when I go to Hubli. And with the, the thing with childhood friends is they, they don't connect you, they don't judge you. And it's all back to, like, you know, the good old days when we we used to just play and pull around in Hubli. Yeah. Uh, it literally, every street of Hubli was explored, and even now, when we go, we do that. It's easier now because we have cars and uh, vehicles to do that. Earlier, we used to go on, like, So,
1: do you visit Hubli quite often to visit your friends? Do you go yeah, to Hubli? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like you said, now we start prioritizing what we like and what we don't. So, whenever I go to Belgium or Bagalkot to meet Sujesh or uh, you know, Ravi and all that, I stop in Hubli and meet these guys from the school days. Some of them are in the same places. One of them has a shop on the station road, another has a shop on Kofita Road. So <laughs> I remember all those places and we just, I don't mean, if you all hang around with them, yes, uh-huh. yes, we just hang around and
1: uh, we call those places. Amazing. Amazing. And then um,
0: at, at 11th, we uh, shifted to Belgium. So from there, uh, UC1 and 2 and then medical school.
1: Yeah. So you went to PUC um, in JSS, and then after that, yeah, you you were you were um, and then you chose Belgaum. Obviously, it was your first choice because that was your hometown and
0: and yes. everything. Actually, I, I was <laughs> I was an accidental doctor. to Tell you, uh, I wanted to do uh, uh, physics and then become a space scientist. So very, uh, we had a small group in school who used to have this dream of you know,
1: becoming a space so, scientist.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we even now we share on a small WhatsApp group. You must find it interesting. A lot of things about space and you know, you know the latest comet going around and all those.
1: You stuff. should you should and visit course. me in Houston. We have the NASA center here. This is the headquarters for yeah, space. Yeah. Everything space. I, I
0: came, I came <laughs> to US only once. I came to US only once. See, I I visited all the museums around New York. I saw that shuttle, orders of Discovery
1: and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and no, there. So
0: that, that small spark is still there. Um, but uh, my father and my brother pushed me into medical school saying that uh, no, we came from a very ordinary family. So they were like very happy that this guy got into school without <laughs> much trouble.
1: So your uh, dreams of outer space became the dreams of inner space now. It's all inside yes. the body. So
0: from <laughs> telescope to microscope. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: from seeing, you know, nebulas and, you know, all that, now we have to fight with corona at the other side of the, uh, you know, for me, it's a spectrum, it's a spectrum of what you can say. Yeah. Uh, infinity, the, the outer space at the one end and the, the human body. Uh, like, the inner
1: you know, space on the spectrum. other end. Yeah, space, <laughs> That's <yeah>. funny.
0: <laughs> and we keep, you know, like a pendulum, you know, swinging between these two.
1: Yeah. Wow, um, that's fascinating. So you became a doctor, and it, of course, in in Belgaum, you obviously were one of the few in my in our class who kind of excelled in academics, or at least it was very natural for you. Uh, you, you know, it almost looks like you. No, I
0: wouldn't had say it. excel because, like, okay, kind of average. Because I thought it would have been better, but I never put in the effort. That was my problem. You know, because of this, uh, one is I was pushed into it, and second. I never really liked bloodshed, you know. So I was a little, that little, uh, you know, the surgery was never my fault because I think the blood oozing feel sick sometimes. So yeah, that's why I jumped to medicine and medicine. Surgery.
1: Yeah, no, but yeah. you had. Uh, so what were you doing in uh, in Belgaum, you know, during the JNMC time? Who were you hanging out with? How? What was your idea of of spending time?
0: Um, See, Belgium, I used- you, you know Belgium is a very pleasant place. So for me, it was a walking distance. Actually, you, you, my house was about eight, uh, two kilometers from JNMC. Yeah, And through Sri Bataan, we used to walk in. So I had my first two-wheeler then. <laughs> it was a Luna. Now I remember it's still there. It's an antique museum piece now. <laughs> <laughs> it's there in my sister's house. You still kept it it has no value other than a museum value. <laughs> so I used to drive that and come and you know, afternoon I used to go back for lunch because my father was the one who cooked and used to talk uh, bond or a lot of things from cricket to the good thing about my father was he was very, very uh, even though uh, the, he was like from an ordinary background, we had a lot of knowledge about current affairs. So we used to sit and discuss everything in front of the TV, from politics to there to whatever, the uh-huh. says, and everything. And then we used to have a lunch and come back to, a, uh, afternoon to the college and then back again. So that was what was happening and slowly I befriended a lot of you guys and then, uh this uh, whole uh, lot of people whom we call gfn gang if you remember gfn stood for good for nothing so we started we <laughs> call ourselves gfn gang and then um, they bought a, a house they moved out of hostel after first year uh, yeah. the second year and then they moved to the house where we used to spend a lot of time just hanging this
1: out was there. in uh, was it now remind me was that shivabhasvanagar or Nagar?
0: I was staying in Manchesnagar. These guys were staying in shubhasanagar
1: Shubasanagar, so because you know, uh, yeah, the, A Kambar was one of the guys who were living in that house, and exactly A Kambar and, 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 and,
0: and, and just, uh, Ravi, yeah. and
1: uh, all of you, all Bajic. all those, and you yeah. used to you used to be with that gang most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, because my house was on the other side of the highway. That is Manchesnagar on the other side, and because uh-huh. shubhasanagar so I had to pass through that side. So they were kind of on the way, so it became easier.
1: And you would play you would play cricket in that they had a little uh, compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember visiting you guys. There,
0: yeah, yeah. There was an open space right in front of their house. It was, it was quite a big space, no? you know. And you would play, play you uh, would
1: play cricket there, right? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh fond memories of
0: playing cricket, but second phase was the maximum pooling around done with minimum studies, you know. And it was a wonder that most of us passed without uh, much
1: damage in the second phase. I, I remember, remember a funny incident. you know, uh, in second phase, they had put the results, all the results, and I went and looked at my, I went, you, you all run out and then see whether the results are posted. And I went and saw my name wasn't there on the results. So I came to mm. my room dejected saying, shit, I failed. Um, mm. Only to realize that I was actually in first class list i never even bothered <laughs> to see it so it was a <laughs> it was
0: like it is uh, something happened uh, uh, i think i
1: probably got misplaced with your paper or something
0: <laughs> so. no no nothing i i was like you know you you were uh, you had that potential so don't underestimate yourself <laughs> for us it was completely that was the biggest you know. shocker. Yes. i still
1: remember one of uh, that is one of my memorable moments in in uh, jnc uh, uh,
0: not just you i think most of the guys in that house you recall that shibaran <laughs> 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 nagar <laughs> 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 would be shocked in second field that they passed half of them didn't read Park and Park even I don't remember what I read uh,
1: but you were in the you were in the distinction along with a few others I remember
0: Um, not in second phase it was in first and third I (laughs) I did better in first and third because second phase was a wake up call you know third phase couldn't go on like that Uh Uh, so anyway it was a good time we used to play a lot of cricket here and discuss nonsense and then go to see movies and you have
1: playing
0: so small eat, yeah, to so call Raghu. I'm getting a call from Masfari.
1: sure, uh're talking about you know your second phase adventures during that time, yeah, let's continue,
0: yeah, yeah, and you know the the those uh playing cricket was one of the high points there, and then we had a lot of small trips, you know, I remember going to you know, uh do or going to um uh, go-kart go-kart and all that. So we also went to Rakascope Cycling 1. So
1: all we went, I remember I, I joined you on a few of them. I remember going to yeah. Rakascope. Yeah. That
0: was all in the second phase. And then we, as we entered third phase, it <laughs> became a little sober, I guess, because of uh, medicine and surgery looked very <laughs> demanding and imposing at that time. Yeah, things were a little better in third place. But yes, I was also a secretary, you know, in the opposition camp, if you remember. (laughs) Literary secretary, you guys put me (laughs) into that group there in the election, (laughs) and I was the only guy picked up from your uh, whole group. You and Avinash got got out of that group, and I was selected from the post, and, you know, I had to work with all those guys. But there, there was Umesh and all that, so it was fun working there also.
1: Yeah, there was a little bit of, um, there was no elections. It got cancelled. Um, yeah, I it think when it, in the third year it uh, got cancelled picked- and there was no elections as such, but it was nominations. I think Princey would actually choose who he wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and the sad thing was he chose only me. <laughs> he left all you guys out and he chose everything. Everybody else from RT back. <laughs> so I was the Lone <laughs> Ranger that left. Like. No, probably. I'll forgive you guys for that because I thought you were all of you were part of the team, and at the end of the day, I was only there.
1: No, the you left was, us and went and joined them. That was how it was. So. <laughs> Not left. No. I was
0: only chosen for that. And I remember one incident in that I got the Sholay film for you know, screening, and, and I didn't know the guy that provided it didn't have the, the rights for that. So uh-huh. there was a police complaint and then I had to go to the police <laughs> to sort it out, you know. Uh, because that, uh, the Shole
1: Shole music, what, what was it? Was it a music rights?
0: No, no, it was the, the movie was played in Audi, you know, I used to play movies. Oh, ah, okay, so you, a, you played, a, played that a, movie
1: without, really without, without having the proper license. Yeah,
0: yeah, so I went to the distributor we paid him some money, whatever was back and he gave <laughs> us the, the those big roles, you know, and we, we played the movie and I didn't realize he didn't have the rights. And that, uh-huh. of course, we, how would we realize? We thought that he's, uh, he's
1: the distributor, he's the distributor and, and he should be, yeah.
0: Yeah, and somebody complained to Hubli. The rights were with somebody in Hubli and he lost the police complaint and my ATMC police station and then those guys came and confiscated all the
1: rules. <laughs> uh-huh, <the laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I see. I mean, I don't remember all was- these things kept because
0: it happened behind the screen, you know, and I was anyway, you had pushed me into the enemy camp and <laughs> <laughs> So that was all of the incidents I still remember, and I had to go to the police station to sort it out, and I was really worried that they'd put me uh, Well, the I,
1: I can apologize <laughs> you. I'll, I'll apologize to you on behalf of Avinash Um uh, yeah, yeah, 30, uh, you know on 30 record 30 here saying I'm really sorry. You know, that's not years, me, but that's late. him. <laughs>
0: it is too late, for thirty years, you know. But anyway, that is another experience in life. You know, going to police station like a you know a criminal, and then being made to wait there. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> how
1: did your dad react to all these things? Was he <laughs> was he excited or what? What happened?
0: Uh, actually, he used to keep a close eye on me. Uh, that's all, but. He never really interfered with any of that. Because okay. you know, this, this guy would be on track, whatever happened. <laughs> so he had <laughs>
1: of a lot of faith in what, you. He had a lot of faith
0: in you. He had a lot of faith in me and uh, somehow he was... His kind... And his education was... Uh, quite he never really, you know, bothered. He knew this guy... He had faith in me, like this guy. That's the end awesome. Day, like, yeah. And he was not an emotional kind of guy who was going get uh, sad or angry very quickly. The only time I saw him really emotional was when I passed MBBS because now he realized that one of his sons, after all that happened, has now become a doctor. I I saw him first time distributing sweets in my life. (laughs) He himself was a diabetic, so he never touched sweets.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is, uh, I mean, from, from your dad's perspective, you know, having had lost his wife and then bringing up five kids and... And then now seeing the youngest one graduate into doctor must, yeah, must yeah. have been a he, big he milestone.
0: Yeah, he, he, he was really happy exactly what he said because he was really worried about me. So yeah. The youngest fellow and who, was to, who was likely to find around with him the maximum. Yeah. And I was likely to get out of hand the most because the other people were more mature. So that's what made him happy at that time. But yeah, he never really interfered with our all these small things going around.
1: So what happened? Tell me a little bit about your dad after MBBS.
0: Yeah, after that, see, uh, um, my brother was in Baroda and one uh. more was in Bangalore. So he used to be visiting them on and off for a couple of months. And in those times, I used to stay alone there. I stayed in the mess of these guys, they come and all that stuff. So a lot of, I've done a lot of eating outside in the mess and hotels right through my life and then after that, after internship, uh, he went to Baroda because his health was going up and down a bit. So once he realized that I had to go out to do post-graduation, uh, he moved out and he stayed with my elder brother. Okay. And then I got, a, uh, I got, I got into medicine after that and he was in Baroda with me at that time. That's one reason I, I opted that because we were all... Against
1: you went medicine. to do MD, MD medicine in Baroda at that time?
0: Yes, yes. So he was there with my brother. So we stayed there for a couple of years together. Not together. I was in hostel. He uh-huh. stayed with my brother, but I keep visiting him every week, uh, just checking on him how he's doing. It so he was all fine. And then my brother moved abroad when I was in the final year of MD. Uh-huh. So again, he came back to Belgium and he was staying alone for one year. Okay. And then I finished my MD and then we all moved to Mysore where my wife was doing DGO at that time. uh uh-huh. Okay. So after that he, he was staying with me or my elder brother in Bangalore only for most of the time. Awesome. Well, he passed away in 2009. He had uh, esophageal cancer and he was a, he was a tobacco cure. Now, that's one bad habit that he had. Uh-huh. Being diabetic and hypertension. And getting uh, yeah, the diagnosis itself was a mystery because he was uh, losing a lot of weight and the whole body scans, everything, nothing picked up. Uh,
1: the esophageal cancer. cancer wow
0: yeah then finally because he he developed the lymph node in the cervical region there was a workhouse node and yeah. i got an endoscopy done and there was there was growth there was growth in the was wow and after that he went rapidly down. it was in 2009
1: yeah yeah no i mean um yeah no i mean that is um
0: yeah so he was he, he was with me in bad all also
1: all through and so our, you spent yes, you got yes, to spend yes. a lot of time with your dad through medical school and then also during your p g and then after that in Mysore and yes, Bangalore yes. and everything yes. so 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 after his retirement you look like you have had spent a, quite a lot of time with him
0: and, yes i did i I tried, I tried as much as I could there were times when you used to stay with my brother yeah mainly
1: because, but, you know, but that's he has five kids, so he has to distribute his time yes. amongst five, so you still got quite a bit of of that. Um, yeah. so, so from JNMC you went to Baroda for your MD. Is that is that yeah. right? Immediately. And then I also remember, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, were you in SGPGI?
0: In those days there were, there were very few DMCs actually. There were two DMCs in Jayadeva uh, and I think there were four or five DMCs in Niman in and then the rest of it was all the institute. Uh-huh. So I gave exam in, in Ames and TGI, and then SCTJ. Uh So I gave exams for two sessions, I believe, June and uh, December. And then, you know, those exams are more like, you know, T20 matters. You know, 90 questions, yeah. 19 minutes, you know, 500 guys uh, going for two two seats was like, you know, two, uh, what I can say, those <laughs> Because luck, because everything.
1: So there is a lot that needs to fall in place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you, lot needs to fall in place, and you have to be the best frame of mind, and then hope for the right questions to fall in your in your territory. There will always be something that you don't know because yeah. medicine is so vast, and so you will always, in some territories, you're strong. And suppose you get a couple from areas you don't know, then you are done because you need to be in the top five to get to the interview. And in the interview again, they can they can uh, change your position based on what you say in the practical exam. So it was very yeah. nice. So and you know, my wife has never seen on, you know CPM you know, <laughs> exam. So I was always like, those are not a, uh, it's not an excuse, but I thought I didn't make a, a full-hearted attempt at those exams. Mm-hmm. So that's where I uh, was found wanting. But in LCPJ, I did really well that day. And uh, to tell you frankly. I was in the top three there and then in the interview they put in the two senior residents for the DMC, that was the clinical immunology. And that's that's the trend in in SDPGS. So I was pushed into the third position for the senior residency. So I joined in immunology for senior residency. And then what happened is the next year the whole concept got scrapped because somebody has already complained that these things are happening. So now it became only a written exam. That uh-huh. was even worse because anybody who came first would get the seat and anybody who got second would uh, get would the not. second seat. So yeah. You have to be in had, uh, it- first or second place in an open exam in India. That would have been even tougher. Yeah. And anyway, so that is where, and my dad self started going down downhill at the same time. And I was in Lucknow, these were in Bangalore, so it all was messy. So I spent about eight, six to eight months there and then came back because I thought, again, giving an exam, uh, the subject was really interesting. It is close to my heart even now, immunology. And seeing that COVID, I have read half of it is immunology itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... But it was a good
0: learning time, those six, six months, because STPGI is a very good institute academically. I think probably one of the best in India.
1: I have a lot of respect for people who come from SGPGI and PGI, you know, because they yeah, are... Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I work with some ACPJ, of them in my... Yeah, I work with some mm-hmm. of them in my um, field, and also immunology. Um, when you talk about it in in cancer, that is now becoming the fourth leg of cancer therapy, I, along with I, surgery, I, 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 chemo, I uh, radiotherapy, and immunotherapy. And the, and the guy who started the uh, PDL one um, uh, anti PDL one therapy, uh, who received mm-hmm. Nobel Prize. Uh, his name is Jim Allison. He works in my hospital, yeah, so yeah, he's, uh, yeah. he's my I colleague. I
0: saw that on your uh, LinkedIn post. Oh no! It, from, is just, it is just. Yeah, it is just. Yeah, somebody. Somebody kind know.
1: of. Some somebody kind of makes some big name, so we are all proud of them. So I put it on LinkedIn <laughs> <laughs> just to, no, just so that. Uh, what so it is good? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. is very really good. The academics are really good. I learned a lot in in those six or eight months that I spent there. Yeah. And I remember those cases even now. Some of them are like, you know, primers for me to evaluate. Say, to you now.
1: know, spending even like, you know, like six you months, said. yeah, spending six months in SDPGI or, or institutes like that, I'm sure is, uh, ma- makes a huge difference in the way you practice medicine. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me about your wife and your children?
0: <laughs> My wife is a gynecologist. I got married pretty early. Again, uh, it was, uh, out of, you know, my dad wanted me to do, you know. Uh-huh. He did so for me, so I didn't say no to anything that he, that he said. Okay. So we got married in 2000, was quite early. I was still in the second year of MBA at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, so she got a DGO in my source She did DGO, now she has finished b uh-huh. She has uh, done a fellowship in Lapras of also. So a lot of those things she did in Bangalore. Because, you know, Bangalore has money. So,
1: she practices in Bangalore?
0: Yes. She has just finished with d I mean, uh, she has been hardworking. She has been persistent in spite of kids, everything. And she wanted yeah. to do d She has finished d this year. Yeah. After a long time, I mean, I thought is finishing d so, uh, I took a little bit of it for myself because when she did the uh, DGO and... Uh, fellowship especially she used to be on college the second third and in OBG colonies. And you
1: were you were the mother for your children at that time then? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I had a good time initially with the two kids uh two daughters. Yeah. So um, the last first five years uh, I have been the main caretaker for them so they are uh-huh. attached to me. Now of course the elder one is twelve, the younger one is ten. What are so, their names? They're doing online. Uh, the older one is Sanvi, the younger one is Bui.
1: Sanvi and Bhui. Bhui, And What's your wife's
0: yeah. name? My wife's name is Shri.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and where do you live in Bangalore?
0: Uh, right now I'm put up in uh, North Bangalore, Sabbal. Uh, so, that, is, that area is called uh, Sakar Nagar.
1: And I see from the post so that I you have a very long commute to your workplace in Manipal yeah. in Whitefield. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, these days, uh, I have an easy easy time because the IT people are shut down. Whitefield is pretty much shut down. So traffic <laughs> time is come down from, say, two hours to 45 See, another, minutes now.
1: Another, another positive from coronavirus. Uh, uh, At least now. I don't
0: think it lasts long. <laughs> I think uh, six months, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, you will have all the podcasts to listen to of all our classmates <laughs> while you're driving. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I think the drive itself is not. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm enjoying the driving these days because the traffic moves.
1: But yeah, the problem is it's just gridlock. I know. Happens. I Don't tell me about Bangalore traffic. I think that's probably the worst. <laughs> you know better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It's like, uh, yeah. If
0: so, you want to see people getting into illogical situations, you have to see Bangalore traffic. Uh, I mean, you, from, from nowhere, four people will come and create a such a crazy traffic jam at any time that you, you can't, you know... Uh, you, are, you have reached a destination only after you have reached or you can be still caught at the gate
1: itself. It's so, so <laughs> That's a funny way of looking at it. If you want to look at people, get into illogical situation, look at Bangalore traffic. Never heard that yes. before. I'm going to use that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you practice internal medicine, look, uh, look after a lot of your patients and now it is all coronavirus time as well. I'm sure you, you're seeing a lot of them. Uh, but... Just outside of Corona, I know that you actually keep up with a lot of current literature. Um, How do you kind of keep up with it? What are your your thumb rules? You know, what do you do to keep up with the current literature in medicine? I know that you are usually up to date.
0: The internet and social media has made it very easy for me. Earlier, I used to follow it on internet on individual sites. But now, with Twitter, there are a lot of people on Twitter. I have used it to learn a lot. A lot of... Uh, and scientists every journal every organization has a Twitter handle and they keep tweeting the latest stuff for example with this corona pandemic see, there's a guy called Eric Topol who, who is a uh, cardiologist basically in the US he has he used to read his cardiology book uh, when we are doing our uh, post-graduation you just follow his handle and you, you find that he's treating everything relevant from every site in the US and in the world and it's so much more easier for you to you know and many of them give free access to these sites because of many reasons, the pandemic, main one, So if you keep reading them, you can get information much, much more quickly than what it was 15 years back.
1: I, and, yeah. And, and so I, I kind of resonate with you on that. You know, Twitter is my go-to as well to kind of keep an eye on mm-hmm. a lot of things. And I really respect Dr. Topol, Eric Topol. He has written a beautiful book called The Patient Will See You Now. You know of the changing face yeah, of medicine. I didn't
0: read. I didn't read that, but I read his cardiology book. It was quite very uh, quite yeah. useful.
1: And book. Eric Topol's yeah. Twitter handle is beautiful because he actually puts a full uh, PDF exactly. of mm-hmm. that, and then yeah, he highlights yeah. it, yeah. and then and then yeah, he highlights exactly. the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then says. This is the. This yeah. is what you need and, to read, and I, it's just phenomenal. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I've I've learned a lot from what he has been tweeting last year, and, and there are a lot of such people on. It's
1: Twitter amazing. We I, both follow the same guy <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there are about Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, uh, that's nice, and there are about thousand nine hundred handles I follow. Yeah. And there are a lot of such people on Twitter who, who give you a uh, uh, whole link to previous articles, and right. you know a lot of yeah. people do. Uh,
1: So in your life, in your life, who have been your personal role models and professional role models? Who would you consider?
0: See, one, I always, uh, you know my dad's story now. So for me, he's been uh, a personal role model. That's a fascinating story.
1: Yeah. That's a fascinating story. He
0: never never cribbed or complained uh, about what uh, happened to him or what happened to us. So, I have taken a leaf out of his book, uh, whatever happens up and down. There have been very up and down, a lot more than I have told you in this uh, brief podcast. But, yeah, he's one of my personal role models. Like, and I take, I will take a lot from his life and continue, you know, working. Uh, that's one thing. Then professional, yeah, there were a lot of good people. Uh, I find that... Um, I, I like medicine teaching actually, some of the guys who inspired me, one was a uh, um, medicine teacher, uh, he was uh, yeah. uh, phenomenal in this teaching, I, I heard he in Bangalore. so there are a couple of guys from JNMC in uh, Manipal. so we are planning to go and uh, meet him, because he was the one who, who taught us medicine, of course there are a lot of guys who may dispute what he used to do or what he used to say, but he inspired that uh, spark in medicine, and he, he was a very uh, good teacher. So very analytical, I mean,
1: very analytical, and very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, know that, yeah, how to interpret, and that carried uh, carried on in me from then on.
1: Kalagar like the auntie used to be in the in the canteen upstairs. You remember that about the corporation?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you remember the auntie, but I remember the guy more than the auntie. <laughs>
1: No, auntie was uh, nice uh, to uh, me. Now, uh, auntie was very nice to me. Kalagate was very nasty to me. So,
0: <laughs> so. I, I I I only recall her now since she reminded me that she was staying that. But for me, <laughs> uh, as a teacher, I think that guy was uh, a, a, a whole one inspiration. And then of course, uh, uh, yeah, these two guys, not and, I, I come across a lot of other guys in my post-graduation who are hardworking, who very uh-huh. honest, who, at least, we are also kind of, uh, you
1: know. Of I think we had some very, very good faculty in JNMC, particularly in the Department of Medicine. Whether it is Kalagate, there was Kalagate. Kalagate was really great. I mean, I was in the same unit. I think he was in charge of Unit C, if I remember. I don't, I don't yes,
0: remember. He was uh, in unit C. Unit, yeah. unit, was C. unit C. Yeah, we did it in
1: unit C. Unit C. Yeah. Um, so i'll have one more question for you um the last question you know <laughs> what advice would you give yourself let's say you go back in time and then you go to see the viru uh, who was 17 or 18 years old joining jnmc what advice would you give mm. him would you give him any <laughs> advice or would you tell him anything you know of all yeah. the things
0: Two things I told you. One is when your father and brother told you to go to medical school, you should have gone to surgical school rather than medical school. <laughs> okay. I, because I had a, a speech there, speech, <laughs> which was, you know, waiting to be taken up. And probably I would have been with uh, whatever NASA or whatever it was. What was my dream? That is one. Second thing, I thought I should have been more hardworking. You, you may say 101, things, but I know what I was. I used to... My attention span was not very, very long. You know, I used to study for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then I used to, you know, uh, go off the boil. Then I used to go and read the you know, Hindu newspaper, Times of India, whatever it there, then go see TV. So even during the exams, I used to go unhappy. happy. You know, that probably cost me somewhere in the entrance exams or whatever, the DM exams that, uh, that I was giving. Uh, right now, I have no pressure on me. I, I read a lot and remember a lot. I don't know for what. <laughs> I've done that probably when I was younger. Possibly, it could have been a, um, a different story. I don't know.
1: Amazing. Amazing. So, I don't know what Veeru would have achieved if he was putting more effort there. I mean, me, yeah, when it I
0: comes don't to know knowledge, when it tomorrow.
1: comes to the knowledge and, and in pursuit of real science, you are high up there in, in, in our batch, you know. There is, there is, you know, pursuit of success and then pursuit of knowledge and doing, doing a lot of those things. I think you are always there. There,
0: there. are two things. There is, there is a little difference. One is success is judged differently. Knowledge is completely different. Now, knowledge-wise, it, it gives uh, satisfaction whatever I read and do. Yeah. But success is relative. People will judge no, It is exactly.
1: I mean, to me now, the, I'm, I'm redefining what is success, right? So, um, uh, success can be redefined. Knowledge cannot be. Knowledge is what you have. So, uh, yeah,
0: Knowledge is what you have. And it stays with you whether people like it or not. But right. success is yes. In Bangalore, if you yes, ask people what is success, they'll ask you how many houses, apartments you have got, how much money you have got and how much right. power you have got have seen
1: this success is in your definition right so yes, um, yes. <clears throat> anyway it's been awesome talking to you Viru. Uh, I think
0: it's getting late for you <laughs> oh, no it's, it's
1: fine it's 11.45 no tomorrow, tomorrow morning tomorrow. tomorrow morning I have uh, to attend a, some kind of a event uh, I have all day academic tomorrow so I'm I'm relatively free I am giving a seminar on Thursday, so I have to prepare some slides for that. So, <laughs> so. good work. I wish you
0: do this work like you.
1: Ah, well, you know, grass <laughs> <laughs> is always greener, you know. I. Uh, so, anyway, take care. Uh, <laughs> I think great it's great.
0: We'll carry on, land forty-five.